din in the garlic or the odor? Or the odor? I believe it's a din in the garlic that it's not a din in the odor, whether or not you can protect yourself from vampires. But that's just my thought. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Conversation and Calculation episode, who even knows? I think we're on 17. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, but we're definitely getting along there. We got a lot of a lot of episodes. Whoa, I don't know what that was. I like just I fell. All right, I've been having a lot of falls <laughs> recently. You guys are we, well we, aware. We, we know. You this. guys are well aware. We witnessed um, one of them. Yeah. Uh, so I just fell again. But anyways, why doesn't why don't our guests, our very highly esteemed guests, introduce themselves? Highly esteemed. That's uh wow. That's that's uh what a, what a compliment and honor. Well, the honor is uh, mine, ours to be here. Um, my name is Yedidia Shachter. Um, you probably don't know me, but either way, my name is Yedidia Shachter. Um, and it is a pleasure to be here. I'm in Yeshiva University, um, Wolf Campus, and I am a sophomore, first year on campus. I was in Israel. Talk. Yeah, that's <laughs> they really got to change that abbreviation. <laughs> yeah. you find a better portmanteau. But uh, yes, yeah, so I was in Karamiavna for two years. Great place, great uh, great pickles, great cows, great place, great learning. Great cows, and um, great cows. And now indeed. I am in the holy land of Washington Heights in uh, University, and in uh, in uh, yeah, it's just a pleasure to be here. Awesome. And why doesn't our next guest introduce themselves? Sure. Hi everybody. My name is Merritt Kaplan. I hail from the very far away place known as the Upper West Side. I spent two years also in Israel, but not where he went. I actually down the road from him at uh, Machon Mayan. Life-changing experience. Um, this is my second year on campus. Very exciting, but I'm actually on the Barron campus at the real downtown scenario. So real life, you know, moves there. But um, no, they, it's not. It's good up here too. And uh, yeah, it's an uh, honor to be here. Very excited. We're both very excited. To be awesome. Here. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Let's be real. At this point, it's more of a chesed to me that you guys are coming on. So thank you. I we'll appreciate it. Keep riding with the food. I appreciate you so much. Um, so I guess this is going to be an interesting episode because most episodes don't really have a driving uh, theme. But we just experience something that is, is life-changing. And I think that we should really discuss that. So basically, this past week, myself, along with Yadidya and Vered, and 25 other Yeshiva University students went to Vienna to offer humanitarian aid to Ukrainian refugees. Now, this was a life-changing experience. There's, there's no other way to put it. Like, <laughs> you know, I've... I've done many things in my life, but this was definitely one of the most impactful. What are your initial thoughts on when reflecting on, on the, the trip? Um, uh, yeah, uh, offering humanitarian relief, that sounds very lofty and, 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 and royal. And uh, um, it really was an incredible, incredible experience. Um, really just going in with very little uh, preconceived anything of what we're doing, but just to you know be there with refugees in the time of such, you know, such dire, you know, <laughs> you did, yeah, you don't need it. You don't need to try and like, just talk this, to me. This is just me. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Yo, me. what's up? No. Um, <laughs> yo. Hey, yo, what's up? Um, what's what's up? up? Yeah. Right. Okay. Basically it was, it was an incredible experience. We, we got to be um, there interacting with, you know, so many refugees and really 
putting smiles on these people's faces, which otherwise they would not have had. And I think that was the main thing, just bringing happiness to other people. And we really accomplished that. I felt that very deeply that we accomplished that. And that was, you know, that, that, was, that was the biggest the biggest thing of this trip, I feel. Yeah, I definitely felt that a lot too. Um, coming from like Camp Simcha and Chai Lifeline, it was a very similar experience, but at the same time, it was totally new. How about you, Vered? What, what was your experience like? Uh, definitely similar on the, along those lines. Uh, a big part of it is giving back. One thing I've always loved to do is give back to people, even if it's people I don't know. And the fact that we were given this wonderful opportunity to go somewhere and help these people who've been through so much, they've literally been through hell and back. They've lost their homes, they've lost yeah. part of their life, they've lost some, some of them lost their fathers. Hopefully they'll get them back, we don't know. And you know, it's hard to smile, it's hard to, to how can you express joy in a time of such doom and despair, you know? You can't blame them for feeling sad and being down. Uh, we were given this chance to go and try to uplift them for a little bit, even for a short time, even for a spark, just for a spark, that was enough to change the mood immediately. Like, we came in with over 50 duffel bags worth of perm costumes. That was crazy. That was insane. That was, that was so crazy. That's for another part of the story. <laughs> but, um, we brought all this, um, these supplies, just food, uh, costumes, toys, games, all these things. And just being able to hand them out, and I think even that just a small, for example, the language barrier was a very hard challenge, I think, for all of us, as only one of us actually knew how to speak Russian. Um, but you know, the universal language is... Koktila. Koktila. <laughs> the universal sure. language is actually <laughs> your face. Happiness. Yeah. Happiness, smiling. So sounds cliche, but it's very true. We did a lot of that at this trip, and... It sounds so cliche. It's true, though. But right, it's so true. You're able to communicate with people just by, by facial expressions. Yes. It's fascinating. It's so fascinating. We, with their smiles, we would give a kid a toy or we'd give them just like some, just like a nice smile and the kids would smile back and you know, so you'd see a quick change in their, um, in their expressions, quick change in their feelings and the kids, the parents would see their kids being so happy that some parents haven't been able to smile and they're finally go, I can smile again because if my kid is happy, I know I can be happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say on, the, on what Vera just said, it was, it was really, it was, it was a, a two-way street and it was really twofold about how it was seeing the kids smile themselves, you know, just jumping up and down with these, like, little five-year-old <laughs> kids that were just in a different, you know, on oh a different goodness. planet. Like, that, just, that, that girl that you were dancing oh, with? Oh, the mini mess. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, she was, like, oh, she so was literally the and cutest the, kid the in the world. astronaut kid and oh, my gosh. But it was just seeing, seeing the joy, the, 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 the sheer pure joy on their face. And then that coupled with, you know, I was, I was trying to be, per, you know, perceptive of actually the pe of their parents at the time of like, of like when the kids were dancing. And I, at, at two occasions that suck out, like I saw the parents like actually having tears of joy, videoing their kids having, the, having joy. So it was, it's really, it's twofold. It's, it's the kids and then it's the parents being able to, be happy for their kids who are able to be happy. And I feel like we really brought that to the table, which otherwise would not have happened. That is so special. That is so special. Like, we got to experience this. You know, we were privileged to experience this. Absolutely. It's so fascinating, you know, because you think that, like, offering chesed to others would be something that, like, you know, you're giving up of yourself, but this was an opportunity for us that we got to receive so much. We got to receive so much. It actually reminds me, I think I mentioned it on the trip, 
but the Stachina Rebbe said in Camp Simcha four years ago about how the Chalefine logo is one figure in light, one figure in darkness, and the figure in light is helping up the figure in darkness, that everybody always assumes that it's, it's the staff member helping up the camper. Ah, you've mentioned this, yeah. Right. Yeah. But in, in actuality, and I think it's the same applies here, everybody thinks that, that it's us who's going to help them, you know? But then we realize, we get there, and we see these kids and these adults who have every reason to be so despondent. They have every reason and every right in the world to be so despondent, and yet they are still happy. And I think that that is one of the most profound lessons that I've ever learned in my life. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I mean, we really had, we had the, I mean, zechus, but I mean, hopefully, you know, it doesn't last for long, but the zechus to help, you know, you know, our brothers and sisters in need. And it was great to, to give and to give over. But like you were saying at the same time, it was, it was, you know, two directional because, I mean, me personally, I, I say, I would speak for everybody that, that we grew as people, we grew as individuals, we grew as leaders, we grew in our values, we grew as people. It was, it was just like, being there and helping other people, it was, it was, it was great for them, but it was so important for, you know, it just, it, it, it boosted our, our personality, our values, and our way of thinking, and this, the whole trip, the whole experience, these memories are really building us as, as characters, as, as people, and leaders that, you know, we're hopefully all going to become in whatever, you know, areas we go into, but it really was two-directional, us helping them, and also, it being incredible, you know, incredibly building for our, for ourselves. That that's why the Hebrew word for give, Natan, is a palindrome. Yeah, you, right. Nun tough nun. I know. You also I'm, gave this. Yeah. I'm, I'm repeating it's myself, true, but but it's, true. but it's so yeah. true that that it's a palindrome because who's the giver and who's the receiver in this in this equation? We you also know? talked about that also on the trip. That's a big challenge of trying to balance up the whole idea of chesed of loving kindness. How do you like? When do you become the giver, or when are you the receiver, or the meaning of giving? Like, are you getting gratitude toward it, or is it because you're doing it for yourself for the mitzvah? It's a it's a two way challenge, but I think personally you could do both. Like, there's nothing wrong with yeah. doing one or the other. And the fact that we were able to, of course, help them to help them to alleviate the pain, to bring in the light to the darkness. That's one important thing we took away. But also being able to see that the potential that we can do also as humans, as we can do as like we think we're so small in this huge world about like. Whatever we do is going to be nothing compared to what others. But no, the simple acts of kindness, a smile, a wave, or a hi, how are you, can make the w- a world's difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say that. Going to this trip, you know, there's, I mean, I myself was a little skeptical, you know, what am I going to do, you know, a 21-year-old, whatever, you know, you know, guy from, from YU, what am I going to do? But to put a, a smiling face on one of those kids would have been worth it. The entire trip... Absolutely. You know, missing all my midterms, percent. being behind the work and missing a lot of homework. It would have been worth it. Forget the world, they say. It, it would have, right. It would have been worth it for one of those smiles. And the amount that we got a was incredible. Percent. And it's you, and, and people thinking lofty, like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to change? I'm not going to change anything. I, individuals have been changed because of us. You'd be right? surprised. That, 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 that's why Chazal say that a person who saves a life is like he saved the entire world. Yes. It right. is so true that, like, not only, not only on a spiritual level is that true, but you feel it. You really feel it when, when, when you put 
you know, Dr. Brown said it so well. Okay, that I love we, that woman. Can we just I, talk about her? Can we talk about Dr. Brown for a minute? Please, because we, we all. Both, both, both Dr. Browns are great. We're talking oh, about yes. the female one yes, for now. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> both Dr. Browns are phenomenal. The, we have these promos about the vice provost of the Sax Aronstein Foundation, Woo! Dr. Erica Brown, Deb for short, who. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was one of the leaders of this trip, along with Rabbi Josh Blass, who was also yeah. phenomenal. Uh, wonderful. Phenomenal. Yeah. Dr. Erica Brown and Rabbi Josh Blass are two solid faculty uh, roles there. We wouldn't have asked Just anyone else to lead this trip. They both knew how to lead it with the proper guidance. They both led it out of love and... From di different, uh, very different, different uh, kinds of personalities, love. but very different personalities. That's a great combination. That's what I mean. They balance each they other out. They blended together to create this like beautiful balance. They balanced that out was, wonderfully. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. So Dr. Erica Brown mentioned that uh, besides for the fact that this is all one big evolving story. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything is an evolving story at this point. By the way, I'm going to be using that for a while. Yeah, isn't, right, isn't life an evolving story? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> everything Some is an evolving story. Some in one sentence. This is another evolving story. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying about um, Dr. Erica Brown? Anyways, we could just fangirl about Dr. Erica Brown for a second. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was a highlight of yours of the trip? You want to take this one first? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take this one first, um, unless you want to. Um, no, please, you're doing okay. great. Uh, they say ladies first, but okay, I guess I need time whatever. To think. I need time to right? think. Question. Ladies will go first in the thinking. Okay, that's, uh, that's usually how it works. Whatever. Okay, anyway, there you go, there you go. So, um, chivalrous. so chivalrous. So chivalrous. Did you say chivalry isn't dead yet? Yeah, enjoy your teddy bears, whatever. I will. Um, anyway, um, oh yeah, highlight, highlight. That, yeah, highlight. I'm, I'm going to have to go, ah, there's, see, it's, it's hard to choose because I would just say everything was a highlight, Yeah. which is, again, cliche, but again, true. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, cliches are, you know, cliches for a reason. No? You'll have a lot of yeah. them on this You know, like stereotypes, <laughs> cliches, they're all, they're, all, they're all there for a reason, no? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so a highlight. Um, I would say, um, I would say, uh, well, perm night, uh, like Tanis Esther night, like the, like the night before perm, which was perm, yeah, you know what right. I'm saying. Um, the night after the fast. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, right. So, so we went that to. One's... Yeah, that was. That wild. was already another. So we went. We went. We went to, <laughs> we, we, whatever. We were told we were going to uh, to like a perm party. Um, quotation marks. Quotation marks. Perm party, and then we basically go to this like this. this random... Wait, wait, wait. Let me set the scene. Okay. okay? Ellie will set we, the scene for we, you. We go across the world to offer humanitarian aid to re Ukrainian refugees. We're expecting. Sorry, we're expecting to spend a week inside of soup kitchens. And and hostels and we have no idea what's coming. All right, you did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, on that note, so so we walk. We just go to this random like building. Nothing, nothing per se nice on the outside. We walk in. Literally, uh, like this fancy, fancy wedding hall. You think you're like in Carnegie Hall, whatever. This fancy wedding hall, just huge, lavish. These tables of like. These cutlery and, and platters of sushi and cut up fruit and these lots of drinks you can't forget that lots of drinks so de many de drinks. delicious delicious are we gonna talk about those I don't really know uh, uh, whatever we will but delicious European A non salted drink. fish oh water. so many plenty non of water. plenty of water uh, prickled and still I Pr prickled uh, hydrate, pickled guys. prickled. Prickled, pickled, yeah, and, uh, fizzy, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that that um, juice, that nectar, the juice, the that very, very so kind. Of, you good. feel like you're just drinking a dried apricot. It's a weird it's sensation. It's so good. Wait, but yeah, so anyway, so there's a lot of that. But it was it was this most lavish. Like when you think of 
I'll tell you, when you, th when you think of a Mishnah from the Megillah, you know, like, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. You think, you think of this, like, our table, our day is table. I think it was the day is, by the way. I just realized that was definitely Oh, the my gosh. We, we were, were the day is. We were the day We were the day okay, uh, Yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the so. Days? Yeah, so well, our table was, was, was like in front, like at the head with like oh, everybody yeah. facing us. Amadeus, Amadeus, yeah. Anyway, I'm <laughs> um, sorry, okay. But yeah, so it was just so lavish, like that, that is a mishta. Anyway, so then we get there and then we hear Megillah. We hear Megillah, um, still not sure. Well, I don't know if we heard Megillah. <laughs> <laughs> they laned Megillah. They laned Megillah. They, they didn't exactly Megillah. hear. I heard um, Megillah. Okay, I yeah. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. They laned Megillah. The the, the Haman uh, banging pattern was not so consistent. However, yeah, you wanna you wanna you wanna tell me it is. But anyway, um, so we did that. But it's and like then, that in every shul. Right, that is true. Yeah. Um, but it was wild just standing there with like a mix of the Viennese Jews, the refugees together. Uh, so on, on that note, I, I find it fascinating that, that like, we, we literally just mentioned how, yeah, it's like that in every other shul. We were with a group of Viennese and Ukrainians and Russians, and still we see how this, this Jewish culture permeates universally. And I find that to be so fascinating that it, 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 it just, it, it really shows a Masora. It really shows a Masora. I think what it also shows, of course, in Masora, but the fact that we've all been dispersed, we've all been in the diaspora, for, uh, most of us have been in the diaspora for such a long time. And, you know, we have our, we start to assimilate, unfortunately, we go to other cultures. But right, like in the Megillah, you know, the Masora. Yeah, it's so spread much more about the right, Megillah yeah. story, but then you get to, to um, Judaism, that just r rises above all the rest. I mean, we put aside all the other, the other worldly things that we do. We have our one language, Juda uh, Hebrew. Almost so many yes. Jews know Hebrew. Even if you don't know how to speak it, you still know some words. The fact that we know this ancient language from two thousands of years ago, very clutch. We're still able to use it today and communicate to others and to learn from it. It just it's a Judaism is a universal and timeless language and timeless culture. That was that was fascinating. The fact that we were able to communicate via Hebrew, yes, was was so cool. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a, I just, it it's so like, cool. It's like a secret code almost. It's like you're a Jew, you're a Jew. Wait, you live seven thousand miles apart. It's like wait, we know a secret code. It's like yeah, it's, it's, now it's literally it. it literally feels right. like a secret code. The real idea though of kiishachad um, like all of us being one heart and all of us being just like one, even though. Thousands of miles away, different cu countries and everything, we're still able to get along. We're still part of a bigger and better message. We're still part of the Jewish people. We're brothers and sisters, no matter what. Even if we don't even know each other, we take each other and we care for each other for any time. So, yeah. So, so on that note, that that's what I was saying about my highlight. Going back to the highlight that ties in perfectly. It was that night, Dafka. That night, the highlight was when we just danced. I mean, the, the musician there just wouldn't stop singing on the mic. They were really good. Great. I mean, that they were really good. Like some Venus whatever, <laughs> oh, like singer. Um, you know, Venus yeah. singers are usually good. But um, um, that, that singing and dancing that night was just so incredible. Just like you were saying, it was about the mix of the, you know, the, the from the, you know, super religious. We got some, you know, we got some Chabad in there. Very long pace, you know, and then the the not religious. The it was the full spectrum. We got the you know the you know the the older men and women uh, doing the the mixed dancing on the side, the wolf dancing on the side. Yeah, no, it, was, it was it was it was incredible. Yeah, the older older Russian guy who you know who I became friendly with, you know, you know, dancing with this random woman on the side, whatever. It, it was a it was a big it was a big mix. Um, but just dancing with with the super religious, the the not so religious, but the the, the Viennese community, the YU community, the refugees, just bringing it all together and seeing everyone's face, 
even before the drinking, everyone's face of happiness was just drinking so of the nectar. Exactly, juice. The, 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 the dried apricot. Uh, dried but, apricot juice. Um, <laughs> right, just seeing everyone being happy to be in a circle together, you know, jumping up and down together to the to the to the music of you know the Jewish music. It was just, it really, it, it just uh, you know got me emotional at one point. I'm like, this is this is just so beautiful and incredible to see everybody together. The refugees the, the, from America, from Vienna, from. Russian oligarchs, whatever, together, <laughs> smiling and, and being together. That, that was a, that was definitely a highlight for me. Wow, that was a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that was a great moment. Wait, we have to talk because you mentioned it. We have to talk about um, Yaakov, um, one of the older. Um, men oh, of the definitely. Um, so for you, for you guys who don't know, Yaakov is a refugee from Ukraine. He was born there, I believe, and he's been there for a long time, including the Iron Curtain times when you really could not be a Jew. You could not, you were really restricted. So he hasn't grown up with too much Judaism, but he still, you know, has those tidbits. Like, every Jew knows a little bit of something. And um, we actually met him before um, Tani Sester. And because some of us went to uh, one of the refugee um, hotels, and he was there trying to get a job. This man is 78, 80 years old. And he's still looking for a job, and he's still able to move to work, which is already a blessing. And I had the pleasure to help to interview him with one of our friends. And he was able to tell his story and just, you know... He, like, you know, he had, he's been through trouble before with the Soviet Union, and it's just, now he's had to do it again. Not the same, not the, the same kind of situation, but this time he has to escape from his home, and, you know, he's, he's been through it all, and he hopes to go back, but he's just not happy with what's been going on. But then again, he still sticks by his Jewish faith, and we saw him wear tefillin for the first time in who knows how long, said the brachot, and then he, there he is later wearing kippah with us, and he's dancing to um, the songs and beginning that we sang. And then at the, at the, su- uh, the I call it a su'uda, but it's really supposed to be a break fest, but I felt like a su'uda. It was a su'uda. That was a gala. We that was a gala. It was a gala. We had like yeah. two meals, ab- abundance of food and wa- uh, water, I think. Plenty of drinks. <laughs> but I water. Beverages. Yes, there we go. Uh, Clear beverages. There, of course. Um, <laughs> he was there, though, and with his family that he was able to escape with, and, you know, He's showing his Jewish pride, his pride to, to be here to show that that, time, that Jews are timeless, that we're timeless. Even though he may not know everything, which is totally fine too, like he still had that Jewish spirit and he emulated it through himself, through others. And we can all see it and just to see him doing his best and, you know, singing along, dancing along. It really just gave us a huge step of koach just to see how the Jew thrives and just how, how Yaakov is still able to be such an amazing yeah, Yaakov was definitely definitely one of the most powerful figures uh, that I came across. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say in that point. That's a great point, Barrett. Um, uh, about that, you know, you know, being together, be, having that, that that Jew sort of in you, and being together. I mean, we we heard from uh, the head of the Oscar. What's his name? The head of the, the president Jewish, of the, the Jewish president of the community. Jewish community. Yeah, community, yeah, yeah. yeah. Representative, you know, pre- representing Jews in the government, basically. Um, we heard from him, and we heard from. I did not realize how powerful he is. By I, the way. Correct, correct, <laughs> I thought. Yeah. I thought. I'm thinking like I'm imagining like a president of a president shul or like something. Boss. Yeah, like was, I'm, guys, the guy I'm expecting the guy by the shul. No, he's he's literally like in parliament with them. Oh yeah, why are we in the parliament? Yeah. Like, what are you doing in a parliament meeting? I'm like, oh wait, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's legit stuff. But he's really honest, and I think... Yeah, I just say, so, so, yeah, so we met with him, and basically he was saying about, he was just telling us about, you know, the details of, uh, um, um, I think, yeah, it was, it was Ellie that kept, like, 
berating him with these great questions. Um, <laughs> I don't have to remember that. <laughs> okay, yeah, shout out to Ali. Um, no, but, um, um, and then he, he kept saying, like, the sort of, sort of, he kept saying, we're taking in Jews no matter what. We're taking Jews no matter what. We're going to take in Jews. And then we'll ask, we'll ask financial questions later, um, which is a crazy thing. You know, you're a Jew, so we're going to take you in. And this goes back, I'm going to mention, this goes back to what uh, Rachel, actually, Rachel P., um, <laughs> Very right, so honest. You decide. Um, I, you know who you are, though. Um, yeah. um, uh, what what um, what Rachel spoke about uh, um, um, one of the mornings at breakfast about uh, the the letter from uh, from uh, um, uh, yes. from Nathan Sharansky about about the, the the you know the swap in the like the the changing of the times and, and you know when it was in, in the times of the Holocaust and the times of you know really until until recently it was always you know you're a Jew and like you have the stamp of a Jew and you wanna. Get you know, and you know you you're you're trying held to, back. Yeah. You're held back because of that, and you're trying to get rid of rid of that label of a Jew. It's fascinating. You, you were trying to distance yourself as distance much as yourself. possible exactly, exactly. from that now, label. And, and now, and now people wants to be want to want to be a Jew, right? People want want to be a Jew because they know that the Jewish community anywhere, anywhere, it was. I think in Moldova, the the Chabad there like bought out like this giant hotel and just told tons of Jews to come. Like, wherever you are, if you're a Jew, you know you have a home. You know you have a place to be. And that, that, that shift from, you know, oh, you're a Jew. Oh, you know, you have this label of a Jew and, and you're not accepted anywhere to this. You know, oh, everybody wants to be a Jew, you know, because, because they know they'll be accepted. It's an incredible, uh, you know, shift in, 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 in society and mentality. And it's, it's just so incredible. And we saw that first, firsthand with all the, the Jewish refugees. Even if they, I mean, even if they didn't have an infrastructure, they, they, they just said, we're going to take in Jews because they're Jewish. We also yeah. have to talk about them because we act, you did it. I actually, one day, one of our jobs was to go to um, one of the refugee, um, to meet up some of the refugees at one of the train stations and hand out some food. That was the goal, though. But actually, I say, fortunately, they already had a lot of volunteers there, and we went to another. Sh um, we went to a refugee. Sh um, they were holding. A, they were holding a bunch of them Arena, in a, like a sports, sports complex. Yeah, but uh, then there again, they go. We have a full crew. We appreciate it, but we're not going to need your help. And it made us step back for a minute because you know we're going. And we were sent here to help people, and you know we went around a whole, like throughout the train station, trying to navigate our way around and trying to offer our help to whoever needed it. And clearly, there are times where like we have enough. Thank you, but we were full. And it was just like a realization for us that, you know, we, you try your best and that's okay. Sometimes it's going to be no. Sometimes you can do all you can and sometimes whatever you have is already enough. And we st stood back and realized we did what we can. We offered as much as we can. And we see that at this moment we have to step back. We have to look what's happening and appreciate that other people are, are able to help too and that we're able to step back and see the, see the kindness of other people. But anyway, um, the point is that one of the people who helped us navigate through the trade station was another Rebeim of Vienna, actually. Uh, um, okay, politics. Wait, 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 wait. Was he the, re no, was he the real pop? deal? Was he, was, was he a phony? Unclear, okay? <laughs> Tune in next time to find out. Phony. He was a very chush of a yid. I'm sure he was he a chush of a yid. What his position was? Probably okay, we don't know. We have to right, talk no, about the guy, fact that guy. he had an electric scooter with him. And he's wearing pace. I was. We don't like. We, electric, we, we, we don't, don't speak like, about scooters, right? We, we don't, don't speak about Bruno. We don't speak about scooters, right? <laughs> yeah, don't start by that. That's another story. Okay, uh, okay. We don't speak about Bruno. We, we don't, don't speak, speak about, about electric scooters. I love scooters. Okay, but <laughs> unbeknownst to them. Uh, anyway, so this rabbi. Um, so he was at. We met him at. He noticed us at the, at the train, and we noticed him. And basically, we asked, "Okay, what are you doing here? You know, you're a rabbi. Like, why would you be at a train station? Obviously." 
And he goes, I'm actually here to find any, to greet the refugees, of course, and help them out. But specifically, he was looking for any Jewish refugees. That could mean, you know, showing a kippah, you know you're Jewish, or versus I may have one Jewish uh, family member. It didn't matter your status, uh, your how religious you were or how religious you weren't. If you were a Jew, if you were a part of the Jewish people, he said, come with me, I'm going to take you to where you need to be. We have hotels, we have other places to go. Versus what we saw at the sports complex, it's very different for the rest of the refugees. It's definitely safe to say the Jews have it easier, even though that's hard to use. Like, you know, we, we have a place to go, we have people to go to, there's hotels, there's support. Well, yes, there's support too with the others, but not nearly the same level. No, like, A lot more personal. Not, exactly, not yeah, personal. You really communal. don't have a community to go to. You have a place to go to, but you don't have people or a community to go to. And this rabbi said, made it his mission to find all of those Jews, as many as he could, and bring them home. And you just see like the, the care and goodness of the Jewish people that take care of each of our brothers. He, they could barely be Jewish for all, for all we know, but you're still a Jew, even a little bit of a Jew. You've got to make sure each brother and sister is saved. And that was really inspiring. So true. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, uh, tune into that point about the, the chesed of, of Jews, the, the chesed in general. Um, of this uh, goes back before we even stepped foot in Vienna. A couple days before, I mean, mm. we, it was very last minute, very last minute this trip. Um, we sort of knew about it Thursday afternoon, and we left on Sunday morning. How last minute are we talking? Like, like planning wise, think about that. They planned it. Planning wise, right? Yeah, I mean, did. I mean, right? We knew, right? Also, the, the group the that week came. The we signed up. They planned it, basically. Right. Yeah. It was. It, it was. It was wild. I mean, it's an involving story, but it was. <laughs> we found out there. You know, we. All of us were refreshing our emails a lot Thursday morning. Um, oh I think I can speak for every single person. But yeah. um, right, so we found out Thursday afternoon um, that 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 we're gonna go, and then Sunday morning was uh, was the flight. Um, so between that time, um, we the the group like a lot of people in the group basically tried to you know went other way to raise money to raise uh, Judaica to raise uh, to to get toys, games, costumes. And it was it was it was just mind blowing. I mean, me personally, I went on Friday. I went. Um, I live in Muncie. I went to. Uh, ah, Muncie. I went to yeah, great place. The um, Heiliger Muncie. The Heiliger Muncie. Yeah, the the Heiliger Schrift. No, the Heiliger. The Heiliger Schrift. The Heiliger Platz. Every street in uh, in Austria. Platz. Um, um, but um, right, so I went to uh, Amazing Savings there, and I spoke to the manager basically, and I ended up just getting. Three hundred dollars worth of of games and I, it felt like I was on like like this like a uh, game show like uh, <laughs> a shopping spree. Take whatever you want on the shelves, clear the shelves, and like just got everything. Put your like, whole hand was, like three hundred something. Exactly, it was three hundred something dollars of, of 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 you know games of of of. of Coloring supplies, arts and crafts, like like a, a perm shake. It was incredible. And then you know, at the cash register, and the guy, you know, the guy in the head was like, was like, you know, just just wave it. You know, we're gonna do this. We're gonna just bring this because we care about other people. We want to do chesed. So just you know, wave the fee. And then after I went to a more, I went to a Hasidic Judaica store, and big guy chesed, big Hasidic guy, you know, gives me you know a hundred whatever, one hundred somewhat dollars. He said, just get whatever you want for you know for our brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, in and uh, who are in Vienna now, and and yeah, and then I went to another store. I, I literally got you know like a hundred uh, kippas and and some uh, Russian English sidurim and chumashim actually, um, and and even before the trip started, you know, you saw the 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 the, the wanting of, of to do chesed for 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 other people for other Jews. It was just so incredible it was, that 
and then I got bo and then I, you know got boxes and boxes of costumes from people in my community. Uh, and we had, I, <laughs> I think half of our duffels was just costumes. Yeah, half of costumes. Yeah, I had to re we, I had to reject people because we didn't have enough space because people just wanted to give. That was the craziest part. People gave so much. We could, there was a point where we could not physically take any more. Right, I, I felt yeah. bad. Like people like came to the door. I'm like, uh, actually, uh, you know, maybe donate to something else because I literally <laughs> can't anymore. Which is just so nice. You know, people are just giving and giving. And, and and just see the chesed of other people, of other you know, of fellow Jews. It was that that was that left uh, you know a big impact on me. Yeah. Once we're on the topic of donating, uh, guys, plug. Uh, major plug: www.yu.edu forward slash feed refugees. Please visit, donate whatever you can. We have uh, raised at this point, I believe, upwards of a hundred and forty thousand dollars. I believe that's the that's the most recent number, give or take. Yeah. Approximately. Evolving I, I, story as well. It's an evolving story. <laughs> but you're, approximately you're that a lot. but somewhere between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and forty thousand yes. dollars. Um, Either way, it's a lot of money to take care but of. But here's the crazier part. That alone is just enough for a week for the Jewish that, that that I still can't get over it. That like To it, feed them twice a, three times a day for one week. That is just for a week. And the fact that we're able to get a week, that's just Right, so the, the fact that we, we were able to get a week's worth of food is absolutely incredible, but we have to remember that these people are going to, we don't know how long they're going to be there for. They said Pesach, they have no, they're afraid for Pesach, because, I mean, not afraid, but plenty more are coming, and you know, Pesach is a... There's, there's right now it costs them $100,000 to feed, the, the number's about to double. The number's about to double, and they're going to be there for who knows how long. Yeah, very uh, unpredictable what's going to happen, you know, if they're going to, you know, I don't want to get, you know, to uh, you know, I, I, I'm pessimistic, yeah. If they're going yeah. to, you know, go back, going to be relayed somewhere else, Israel, a different country, back to their homes, it's very, you know, Right, so yeah, so we, we don't want to be pessimistic, but, but it seems like they're going to be there for the foreseeable future, and that's going to cost them now upwards of $200,000 every single week. Yeah. And, like, they have to get that money from somewhere. So www.yu.edu forward slash feed refugees. Visit. Please donate. Thank you so much. That, is, that is very impressive. You you, you memorized yeah. that link. You probably yeah. studied a lot. I studied that link. That link. I, I sent that uh, link out so many like, times on my WhatsApp profile status. See, just I, I, I just copy and paste from somewhere else. <laughs> so. This guy props here, Ali. Uh, first off, for hosting such a wonderful podcast. And Thank you. Yes, but definitely. He does not have a script on him. He's, this is all coming from his brain, his mind. And the fact that you could remember such a link, like, I would yeah. screw <laughs> it up somewhere. But, yeah, but Thank guys, you. Really, yes, thank, any you for, amount, thank you for having us, Ali. Yeah. Any thank you helps, so much. So. Yeah, seriously, any amount helps. Um, on that note, just really quickly, like my highlight was, I think, like obviously, the the helping of refugees was was so profound. But I think that the highlight was when we meant what, what when we meant when we went to meet. President Wolfgang Slovakia. Oh, okay. It's definitely one of them. Lot of I, think, that one. I think that that was possibly the highlight for me just because it was so profound. Basically, we met the president of parliament, President Wolfgang Slovakia, and super nice guy. Super His chillin'. English was really good. His English was very solid. He's super nice. We gave him a YU sweater and he put it on right then and there. We also that gave was him great. A menorah. And we gave him a menorah. And he really appreciated the that. That's better. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that was so cool how we, we, we literally got an hour of the second most powerful man in all of Austria's time. Yeah. We, and he wanted to give us more. He yeah. wanted to give us right. more. And then they're like, at the uh, end, at the end, end. And he's, he's like, like come on, we gotta get out of here. And he's like, no, I came late. I want to go longer. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he wanted to give us more time. That was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. And I, I just thought it was so profound because we were in the Austrian parliament, right? Or whatever, their, their, their temporary yeah. offices, which is next door to the uh, regular Currently Austria. under construction. Right, currently under construction. But what was crazy is that we then walked past that balcony. Oh my gosh. That famous balcony yeah. where in March of 1938, Hitler got up on this balcony as soon as on March 13th, I 15th, believe. I think. No, on March 12th. I thought it was 15th because of the eyes of March. Right, so on March 12th, they annexed Germany. Ah, okay, there we go. And then I believe on March 15th, he got up on the balcony and gave a speech to tens of thousands of cheering Austrians talking about how they were going to make Austria Judenrein, Jew free. Yeah. Jew free. And now, 80 years later, a bunch of YU students are meeting with the president of parliament of Austria. I just thought that that was one of the most impactful moments that I've ever experienced in my entire life. When President Berman was speaking, yeah, that, yeah. when President Berman was speaking and he was talking about how, like, we literally went from being the victims to being the, the bastions of support. Victors. From the victims to victors. Right. I, I was I was going to say that, but like I didn't feel like we're like, I don't know. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. We, 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 we literally went from, from being those in need of help to those giving the help. Yeah, yes, it, it's absolutely. really, it, it's, really incredible. It's, it's so crazy to see. Yeah. And and it's also crazy to see just how much like Austria has changed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because, yeah. because, wow, he, he really likes Jews. He really likes shoes. Shout, shout, yeah. out, shout, shout out to Wolfgang Sabatka. Yeah. And, and his socks. <laughs> shout out to his socks. Okay, you're I don't good. know if you guys are living here. But um, no, what, what, what was crazy, I thought, was when Ray Berman said, like, he, you know, he pointed to outside the window and said, you know, you know who spoke there? You know yeah. who spoke there? Whatever, uh, you know, uh, somewhat years ago. And then he, and then he said to him, uh, this, this man, Wolfgang's fa grandfather, was, was a Nazi himself, was an extreme Nazi. And he said, he, look, he looked him in the eye, and he was, right, Berman, this, this is great, he looked him in the eye, it was very harif. He said, your grandfather tried to destroy and kill the grandfathers of everybody, the grandparents of everybody in this room, and now we're sitting here together, and, you know, you're trying to help us, and we're helping other... It was, it was, he literally just said straight, he's like, your, your grandfather tried to kill our grandfathers. I don't know about and, you. And now we're sitting here together. I was, my, I got, I got, goos, I got, I got, I got, I got chills. Definitely. Bro, at that moment, um, I got crazy I mean, yeah, this, I mean, this man, his, his grandfather was, was an anti-Semite, and he, you know, he told his, he told his father to, you know, on his will to, you know, always hail Hitler and whatever, but it was, it was, it was, I, I yeah, I got, I got goosebumps at that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you shout out Wolfgang Sabatka. Yeah, he, incredible man. We love him. We love incredible him. man. Yeah, and we got him and for that video, we, for, we, for the we, video he knows, star. He knows how to make a video star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he made it to the music that video. Um, that, that was quality. Yeah. Also, go, go back to what you said about, the, about, about, uh, about it being a nice city. I mean, it's, 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 it's a beautiful city. Uh, you know, it really is. The architecture is stunning. Okay, TripAdvisor is not, you know, paying us to say this, but... I would recommend Vienna. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're um, not sponsored by TripAdvisor. We are sponsored by Naked. By, oh, uh, oh, yeah, boy. you got to give some more context. The, the, the juice <laughs> drink. 
Um, the juice drink. The juice drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, not like the apricot. You, you know, don't need to explain it further. You don't <laughs> have to explain it. No, I think you do have to explain it further. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it is a beautiful city, but it's it's like the, it's the you know, the dichotomy and the combination of the old and new, which makes it so beautiful. You I have, love like, that part, in, yeah. in the random, in, you know, in the middle of the city, you have these old, I mean, they're, of course, they're churches. These old churches, you know, and these uh, beautiful parliamentary-looking buildings that are so old. That was and crazy. Then, and then you, and then you have like just the new modern like see-through like glass like shiny you know like you know more hip type of uh, styles and it's it's just you know you have just the contrast of the both it's a beautiful city yeah I was blown away by the story of the Church of St. Leopold mm, that yeah. was a crazy story for, for all our viewers they should really look up the story but basically oh. Leopold was it's a whole complicated story, but he, he secretly liked Jews, but then his wife... This story was, is a hard one. Yeah, it's a whole complicated story, so look it up for his yourselves. His wife is like, yeah, you shouldn't like Jews. His wife, what his wife said that the Jews cursed them, so then he expelled the Jews, and then he built a he built a church on top of one of the, the oldest... Of the shul. On the foundations yeah. of one of the oldest shuls in Europe. Was it the Orzerua shul? I believe it was the Orzerua shul. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. We went right by it, and it just knowing now that it used to be a shul and seeing it now what it became. Which it, it was really hard, honestly. Like, I felt really yeah, upset, it's, and I wanted to. It's really upsetting, and yeah. it, it's crazy to, the amount of history in one city. Oh my god! One city, and it's specifically yeah. Jewish history. Jewish, uh, yeah. There's so much Jewish history in that city. Shout out to what was the name of the oh, tour guide? Rifka, Rifka. Rifki. What a legend, Rifki, by the way. The, the tour guide, yeah. straight up legend. Right, she's she's like she's like Hasidish and she's awesome, a tour guide, and now she's working for the government and she's pretty like she's buddies doing, with uh, right, buddies she's with Wolfgang. Buddies, doing stuff she's buddies with the gang. And yeah, she's a legend running around in heels also. What a legend. And she's You're a guy, you don't understand that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what that means. Um, but, I don't appreciate it, but I appreciate um, it. No, but she, she yeah, yeah, that, that was a, you know, great tour, great, uh, yeah, that, that was, yeah. She yeah. also yeah. mentioned, though, when we were on the tour, so talking about a lot of Jewish history, first off, you have famous figures such as Victory Frankel, ranging Victor, from... Victor Frankel. Um, the writer of um, his Mansur Shermina. Yeah, Mansur Shermina. Yeah, yeah. Sigmund Fre uh, Freud. Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Freud. Sigmund Freud. Also, um, and then also you have to even later to earlier times Rabbi Moshe Sh um, Rabbi Mayor Shapiro, the founder of Daf Yomi, who grew up in Vienna and just being able to see yeah. where that was crazy yeah, I mean, when when we right, went to the spot. Not, I'll just say there's also you know the 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 Chumash Adeshin, there was the Ruah, the Shla, the Shla's son. So um, many famous there's a, figures. a lot of famous figures. So many famous figures in Vienna. Yeah. That was crazy when we went to the spot with the Chavetz Chaim video. That was wild. The famous Chavetz Chaim video. The, the only Chavetz... video we have of him. That is... was that was discovered in Georgia Tech or something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. South Carolina <laughs> Tech <laughs> University. We were able whatever. to go to the alley basically where he walked. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. That's wild. That I don't know. Wild. I, I, I you guys didn't get to, but I, oh wait, you did. Were you with me by <laughs> you lunch? You didn't get to. With me by oh, lunch I feel, on Shabbos? I feel, I feel FOMO now. What? what happened? Were you with me by lunch on Shabbos? I was not, no. Yes, I was the only one. Oh. Basically, <laughs> okay. Basically, you guys remember that story about the 10-year-old boy? Oh. Yeah, oh, so. I am that 10-year-old boy. Okay, no, so we didn't get out of here. Get out of here. We wished, we wished we met him. Basically, this, this, we heard this story and we went to the place where we were going to go to the place. It was around the corner from where we were, but we didn't have time to where this boy who basically was beat up by Hitler Youth and then dragged into, he went to Dash, Dachau? I, I Dachau, I believe. What? 
I don't know. He he he, he went through. He went through a few. I thought a few. I thought he went through a few of the camps, and then, and then he came back to Vienna. He was the first Jew to come back to Vienna, and he pretty much reclaimed all Jewish property in Vienna. Yeah. So we went Shabbos day to lunch to one of his buildings. Oh, one of his buildings. Mm. Nice. Yeah, nice. To one of his buildings, and the people who we were by, Katz, Herr and Frau Katzlieber. Shout out to them, because they were amazing hosts. Shout out to Ellie for just pronouncing that really well. <laughs> um, so yeah, you shout out to them. They were amazing hosts. And anyways, they told us that it's like historical fact, the Chavetz Chaim, when he came to Vienna, stayed in their apartment. Wow. That's wild. The apartment. So like, we were like all like talking about it. Like, chances are, the room that we were sitting and eating lunch in, was where the Chavetz Chaim was like sitting and eating lunch. That's, That's cool. crazy. It, it was it was wild. Wow. It was I'm, wild. I'm sure I'm sure the Chavetz Chaim did not speak any Lush and Hara at the Shabbos Suda. Oh yes. Yeah, neither did we. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, and then that was across the street. That that street, that alley with the Chavetz Chaim. You know the famous uh, video with the Chavetz Chaim. That across the street was. The, where the Aguda convention was, you know, it was held in Vienna, and that's where, you know, Shapiro suggested the idea of Dafyomi. Could we uh, talk about that for a second? That's got to be the craziest, like, utterance of all time. Like, hey, maybe Jews should all learn the same, same thing, thing at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom, look where we are a hundred years later. Like selling out MetLife Stadium. Yeah, you, you think you think our Shapiro thought? You know, was thinking, yeah, I'm gonna, oh. you know, this uh, you know NFL team is gonna, two NFL teams are gonna lend out their stadium <laughs> and hundreds of thousands of people to, you know, to, oh my God. to make a show. I think more significance of that. It's, 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 you look it's, back at it, it's it crazy. is a very simple idea if you think about it. It's so simple. For, like what for lots of people, and this turned into a huge phenomenon. You have. Tens of thousands of Jews a day learning the same Including Dr. Erica Brown. Of course. Right. <laughs> Shout same. out to Dr. Erica Shout Brown. Shout out to Dr. Erica Brown. Go. But this one page of Torah a day, and they can go to other Jews and other people who even aren't learning it, but they'll all know the same things. Like just being on the same page, literally. Literally um, being on the same page. And they can share the same ideas. It's such a simple, simplistic beauty right there. Yeah, and it gets back to what we were saying about, uh, you know, before about being, about with the, with the Hebrew, you know, having that secret code and with, Absolutely. you know, just being open for everybody. It's that, Absolutely. that community, you're in Ukraine, you're in Japan, you're in Australia, you're in, I don't know, where are you, uh, the Christmas Islands, land. I don't know, you're in American Samoa, I don't know, you're a Jew, you have all this, you know, this, this, this underlying, you know, thing that brings, brings common us all culture. together. Common culture, common ground, which brings us together. It's, it's yeah. the There's same, nothing same, like it. There's nothing same like theme, it. really. It's, all, it's it wasn't absolutely throughout, wild. Throughout the entire trip. It's absolutely wild. Verid, what was your highlight? Oh, boy. Um, there's uh, so now it's, many Now it's highlights. your turn to think of. <laughs> no, I've been thinking about it. Think of one of the many. <laughs> all right, um, and, th and then I'll, I'll let you start thinking. But I, um, <laughs> the next question is, what was your low light? Oh, that's actually... A low light? Um, anyway, uh... Um, it's definitely a highlight for something I, um, something I, I was really amazed by is these kids. Of course, you'd say it does sound cliche for a minute. Like some of these kids, like of course the parents were also very inspiring to see. Don't get me wrong, but there are some of these kids who are on the older side or who don't fully know what's going on, but already know that they have a different role now. So I was at one of the refugee hotels one day, and I met one of these girls. She was she's ten years old, I believe. Couldn't speak English, but she was very expressive, and she understood, uh, like, expressions and facial movements. So that was, she knew body language, basically. 
And from what I saw, like first off, sweet girl, very talented artist. She, in fact, also she um, she brought out her um, her uh, pastel set, and we drew for a little bit, which was really cute. I gave her a little Peppa Pig, and she's like, I'm gonna draw it, and it was just really cute. And then she <laughs> drew me, and then I drew her in return. Me and Rachel P. Also, we also did that, and we had that really nice experience with her. But what was also something that was really profound about this girl is that, so she's this young ten-year-old girl. She's just been, you know, exiled out of her home whole new world, not knowing what's flying. Her father's back at home. So she knows she has a new life somewhere, but she knows it's, she doesn't know anything what it's gonna be like, but she knows she has her fam her remaining family. And she has a little brother, I believe, named Lev. He's on the younger side, of course. And so we saw him with her earlier, and you know, she's being a, a very protective big sister, like watching over him. Out of nowhere, it's a little bit later in the day, and she's, she's like, where, like, where is he? And like, she motions for us to come try to find him, we search all downstairs, blah, blah, blah. We try to find him, nowhere to be seen. But she's very, like, very strict, like, we gotta find my brother, like, I care about this man, this, he's my life. And eventually she finds him upstairs in the room. The idea, though, is that she's a child. And the understanding of being her brother's keeper, that she will do whatever she could. She will search everywhere, every corner. Like, for us, it's like a tiny thing. Oh, my brother, I'll just give him a call, or I'll just help me here somewhere. She would not stop until she found him. She eventually found him. And to seeing the care and patience she had to, to find her brother, to make sure she's safe, she, like, she was also playing with him, watching over her, just being that older, sis that older sister, that mentor to him, she already understood the assignment, literally, of being that bigger figure. And especially now, who knows how long, but she knows as long as her brother, she can protect her brother, she's doing her part, and that just really inspired me. Wow, that's, that's absolutely incredible. That's nice. That's yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, low lights. Low light. Is, is, is a low light the opposite of a highlight? Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I can't say I've, you know, used that word before. That's okay. Yeah. That's you don't good. hear that often. Uh, right. Add that to my vocabulary. Um, you always, add it. always good to do. Um, um, Hopefully, okay, we won't have any low lights right. in the but future. That's, I mean, that's a beautiful bracha, but it is inevitable. That is it life. is inevitable. That's, yes. You know, roller coaster, life is a highway, life is also a roller coaster. Um, life is a Okay. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of singing, shout out to, you know, singing on the stairs of the opera. A couple people we had uh, the opportunity to sing at the uh, on the stairs of uh, the uh, famous opera opera house in Vienna, where yeah, all the classics were sung. Oh, we discover by it, but yeah, whatever. It was a wild night. Anyway, shout out to that. But um, a low light. Um, okay. So I would say. The, Second night, third night, um, the second night when we had dinner with um, with the refugees in the school. So it was it was incredibly, you know. I, I sat near, you know, uh, like six people. There's two mothers with their 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 husbands were still in Ukraine fighting. You know, they couldn't leave. They were still in Ukraine fighting on on Ukrainian you know fronts, which is crazy. Um, and then like four four kids, I don't even know whose was whose, but not a, but they didn't. So I, I you know tried to go outside my comfort comfort zone and place myself uh, you know at their table, and you know they didn't know you know a, 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 a speck of Hebrew or English, and it was incredibly awkward. It was incredibly awkward, um, just sitting there. Um, you know, at, at some point I was. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, uh, you know, the six-year-old, uh, uh, the six-year-old uh, boy across uh, across the table from me. I was 
competing who could put more pe- who could stack more pieces of corn on on the fork tines <laughs> and then eat it in the most silly way. Um, Great way to say that's quality. Right. That's, so so yeah. that's what it was. So it was really a low point because it was really awkward. But I, I tried to make it you know like as as least awkward and as most like you know just like normal as possible. And I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know if I was successful, but it was it was very difficult. It was hard to just sit there and. I guess that's it. Was it, it could have been that was you know that was nice for them to to show that this person is you know coming to sit with them, you know, and just being with them, which I think is a nice thing. But just for me, it was it yeah. felt very very. Uh, it was a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but you know, you got to go outside your comfort zone, and, and yeah. hopefully made you know. Hope, hopefully they appreciated it. Um, but it, but a lot I'm of times sure they did. It's nice to uh, you know you know it's important to go out of your comfort zone and try to do things. You know, to help other people, even though it might, you know, be an expense sometimes yeah. of your, uh, yeah, non awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, very much along those lines, though. Um, uh, language barrier was a very big problem for me. Um, I mean, we, BH, I know some Hebrew, but not nearly enough to certainly carry on a long conversation. And for me, it was just really hard to try to communicate firsthand, especially trying to find Russian and trying to do it on your phone or whatever it may be. But Google Translate, it was just very hard to try to say simple things, and I think that was a, a really a personal struggle for me because I try to connect with these people, these kids, it was, just, it was it was really, really hard to try. Like, I tried and tried, but I felt like sometimes I wasn't doing enough or it wasn't it, I wasn't getting anywhere because I'm trying out here, but they can't understand the word I'm saying, and I'm trying to try to use other ways of, met, other methods of talking, and it's just really hard to try to find, to use those other methods as well, just when you don't know fully what you're supposed to be saying, if you're saying it right, if that part was really hard. And I, if, I got down from those, some of those times. Like, I would see other people doing it other ways. I was very happy for them. I just felt bad that I couldn't do the, recuperate this, not that word, but re- produce that same kind of uh, communication. It was just a, the communication barrier was a real struggle for me. But in the end, you know, you find other ways to talk. And I did find other ways, whether that be through talking, drawing, um, smiling. So there's that, but I know like you have to go down before you can go all the way up, and before you go up, so that had to happen. And I learned a lot from that that you can't stop it, even though you may be struggling with it. You find other ways to do things. You, there's always a plan B after plan A. It doesn't work, so kept trying at it. Wow. Okay, Twenty-four other uh, letters in the alphabet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so true, so true. I would say my low light was I. It was the second or third day. And I was at lunch uh, at the community center, and I was waiting online for some goulash and rice. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. That, okay, that, that's all. Let him speak, was, let him speak. Okay, I'll let you speak. <laughs> Go ahead. And I was waiting online for some goulash and rice, and I met this, this teenage girl named Miriam. Yeah. And it was just, her story was just so difficult to hear. She's one of three children. She has a mother and father. You know, uh, she has this family heirloom ring that's been in the family for generations. Oh, wow. And she was forced to flee Ukraine along with her little brother and sister. And her father was drafted to the Ukrainian army. So he had to stay behind. And her mother decided that that she can't leave her father behind. Whoa. So her mother stayed in Ukraine. Oh my gosh. And tasked Miriam with taking care oh my gosh. of her little brother and sister. That's crazy. So Miriam is now 
still to this day. Like I love how I'm talking about it. Like this right. happened, it's and like, you know, it's like no, now. this is happening right now. Miriam is still living out of a motel in charge of her little brother and sister, and she's only like 18 years old. It's not over. And wow. and and like the part that like got to me, the part that really got to me was when she was talking about her ring, right? And she said. Like, oh, I forgot to pack it. I don't know if I'm ever going to see it again. And I was like, whoa, that just really hit. Like, these people really don't know if they're ever going to go home. They really don't know if they're ever going to go home. And I I was just blown away by that. That was definitely my low light. So I'm going to shout out again. Guys, do it for Miriam www.yu.edu forward slash feed refugees feed Miriam and her little brother and sister. Oh, that reminds me though when um, you're saying that whole idea of uncertainty, it's it's very true in their scenario. A lot of them left and they don't know where they're going to go after this, fine, but a lot of them hope, are hoping to go back to Ukraine, but we don't know how realistic that's going to be, at least now yeah. we don't know how risk- realistic. Some of them don't want to stay in Vienna, the, Vienna some of them want to go to Israel, but the logistics of getting there, and we don't even know if they want. Like, they want to go other places and just trying to find the right place. They want to feel integrated, but the idea of always wanting to go home, we just don't know. And it's having to live in uncertainties is, is terrible times. No one yeah. wants to be, people need to know what's going to happen every, like, we have, we have to know what's happening in a week, a day or so. And some realities, you're not going to know that. And it's, just, it's scary times. And Having to, especially at a young age, having to live with a, such an uncertainty of where you're going to be the next day, it's terrifying. Like, I just, I just want to describe to the audience how it's a completely different level of uncertainty. Like, we were living uncertainty, w- with uncertainty, you know, when we were in Vienna, because we didn't know what we were going to do each day and whatever. But we knew where we were staying. We knew that we were going to have food. We knew that at the end of the week, we were going home. And these people don't know that. They don't know that. It could be years. It could be months, days, whatever. It It could be days. It could be months. It could be years. It could literally be whatever. I'm saying, yeah. It's unknown. It's unknown. It's unknown. That's the scary part. To some sort of level, we know certain things. They don't. And, you know, just for kids, for single mothers to be like, a kid asks them, Mom, when are we going home? And she has to say, I don't know. How do you think both sides feel about that? The kid never getting to, not knowing if getting to go home, and the mom being like, I can't give my kid that comfort of knowing when to go home. Yeah. And and I want to, you know, just say on a nicer note, and that is why us being there was so impactful. Yeah. Because we brought, we, 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 we brought such, you know, it was joy, but at the same time, Watching all the kids and you know and older and, and older kids and, and parents just be able to dance and just uh, forget about reality for a little bit. That's what it was about. Forgetting about reality. Forgetting just for about a little about forgetting about the uncertainty. Forgetting about the the unknown and the and the hardships. It's like we, we, we set up this entire you know pop up store full of costumes and perm stick and and blasting music and doing different activities and shout out to to Miira who was doing face paint like. It was just, it was just the whole shebang of it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was too happy of an environment to remember, you know, the, the, the difficulties in everybody's life at that point. And that was so incredible. And we did that for a couple of days straight. And to, to, 
bring that that end for 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 a couple of days, a couple of hours. That that end of of uncertainty, even for you know later that night, it was it was that that uncertainty was there again. But for those hours of just you know of of uh, of just the strobe lights and loud music and dancing and and camaraderie that helped them forget about the you know the the troubling times they're in now. That that that's why it was worth it to put a smile on their on these kids' face on the parents of the kids' face watching them so that they could forget about reality for a little bit. That is why this trip was so impactful. I'm gonna disagree with you there. Oh. It's not go ahead. Not forgetting about oh, reality. No, okay. it's embracing reality and saying that despite this, or because of this, despite this, I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to choose to to have a not just a regular perm, the best perm I've ever had, the best perm I've ever had. Which reminds me of when I lost my train of thought 45 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> what I was going to say okay, that Deb said, Dr. Erica Brown, Shout that out. we performed psychological CPR. Yes. That was yes. what we did. The great, great Lashon. Great, great uh, Lashon. The great way to put it. That we, we performed psychological CPR on these people because they, they just... I think I think that that psychological CPR that she was talking about is referring to you know re-energizing and reboosting through the forgetting of the reality that they're in. I I, I hear what you're saying and it's, and that's a very you know astute point. But I think it was it, it's from the forgetting. It's about being in the moment and not thinking that's about what, that, exactly being, being in, in the, the moment, moment and not thinking about not thinking about you know oh my my father is right now you know. You know, in a in a blue and yellow vest right now. You know, throwing bombs. It, it's not that. It's 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 right now. I have, you know, I've I've a a sick astronaut costume, and there's a lot of like twenty year olds that want to dance with me. This guy in a tutu and, and, and a mustache and wants to dance with me. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I would, I would have been scared. No, um, but uh, that was that was that was, uh, yeah. was calling mustache. But um um. And, and right, so, and, and and there's lights, and there's music, and there's people, and there and there's chatting, and there's laughing, and there's singing, and and you just forget where you are, and you're like, I'm gonna be happy, I'm gonna dance. You saw the expressions on the and these, you know, that that, that girl we talked about before, that that that, the, that I loved. The the she loved dancing with me. That, <laughs> that, that uh, mini girl was mini so cute. I, I I I don't even know her name. But I also don't know her but, name. But I, I she saw, didn't speak. She didn't she, speak a word of English. She, she did not. But but. It was it was just to see or her Hebrew. be in the moment, and she just went over to me, and and I bent down, I'm like I'm I'm like whatever, I like show an expression, like like yeah, like like what's up, um, and she just like she like just like like taps me on my shoulder, oh. and and I I'm just like oh it's so cute, and I put her on my shoulder, and we just start like dancing, and just her face, it was just like to be lost in 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 reality, to be lost in what's going on, to to be lost in the troubling times and what they're in. And just to be able to be in the moment, you know, and to be lost in the to be moment. lost in the moment, to be lost, thing. and to forget about the, the the reality of the unknown, and 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 that's what we brought them. We brought them that, and it was it was it was incredible. Uh, just yeah. to, first off, shout out to my brother for a sec. He uses this line all the time to live in the moment, because in reality, it is hard for some people to, for a group of people or anyone to think far in advance or to know what's going to come next and. Sometimes we just need a break or an escape from reality, and that's okay sometimes to want to step back and forget about the world for a little bit or embrace it in a new way, but sometimes it just, people need is a little break from some t terror or some trauma, and sometimes just need a little bit of a, 
uh, just like some good feelings. Sometimes you just need a little bit of time to sit back, to read a book, to play a game. Or if in our case, to have a bunch of teenagers, teenagers, no, have a bunch of young, young adults. adults. My bad. Young adults. We are young adults. Okay. Sorry. Let's I be just, real. We're, we're kids. I'm a little bit older now. I have to feel like I'm younger, right. you know? Um, <laughs> anyway, but just to help them try to get rid of some of that pain just for a little bit, just to put them in a place where they can feel joy again for a little bit. Like, it will last them much longer than it would before. And just to try to help them feel to bring that light back in for a short moment. Even though these short moments, they can look back at this later and realize how I was able to get through right. such a big hurdle by taking these little steps back, by taking this, by having these people come in, by having these young adults come in with dressed as ridiculously, having someone just to parry the platypus randomly. Parry the platypus? Oh gosh, not now. Um, <laughs> they very stupid people in a uniform for crying out loud. Um, you know, but that makes the biggest difference. Trash like, can, jump. These are the things that help elite, uh, get rid of pain. These are things that that bring joy again, that remind people that there's joy again in this world. And even though that may be a little bit hard to, to see in these times, that we can find those little steps, sparks of joy and and, um, and recognize that is important. Wow. Yeah. And and we and we brought that. We, we brought, brought we brought that, that spark, and it was more. Than, it was a fire. It, it turned into a fire. A fire. That sounded so cheesy, but it was so <laughs> good. It was so good. It was so good. No, we brought that right. Yeah, we, no, we, we started the so fire. So true. And you know, to, to quote Billy burning, Joel, we started the fire. And it's we always been burning since the world started. A lot of um, Billy Joel. A lot of Billy Joel. Yeah, there was so much Billy Joel. Our group chat name is Vienna Waits for You. Slow down. Billy Joel fans out there, we love you. We love you, Billy Joel. So ambitious for a juvenile so basically we ignited the spark and they yeah. we also yeah. ignited the fire and so. and that, yeah. that that was that was our goal going in and that that is what we accomplished better than everybody thought and also was. i guess yeah straight up i it, that was more way more impactful than than i anticipated yeah th I than you anticipated than you know everybody did than dr brown did than Rabbi blasted than Rabbi berman did um, then Aliza Koenig shout out um, <laughs> for organizing the entire thing. Yeah. But um, then more than anybody anticipated, and it was that's that's what made it a, you know a smashing success. We went yeah. in thinking like certain things, like oh we'll probably do our best to try. Just went through the roof. Like we were able to make change. We were able to see change. We were able to feel change about these people, about their environment. We walked in thinking we could do something about it. We left knowing that we could. Do, we did that knowing that we did something about it. And also to quote Philip Phillips, another wonderful singer, he uh, uh, he has a Philip song Phillips. a song called "Raging Fire." So we turned yeah. their souls into a raging fire at that time. Turn, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll spare so you guys. Good. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was it was really incredible. Yeah, the wow, just just like I, I can't thank enough, Aliza Koenig, Josh Weisberg, uh, Rabbi Josh Blass, uh, Dr. Erica Brown, and, and Rabbi President. Pre Rabbi president, president doctor, doctor president rabbi doctor president yeah. rabbi president rabbi doctor dr rabbi president doctor no, rabbi president rabbi president rabbi doctor doctor president president rabbi doctor ari berman yeah. there we go yes the president rabbi doctor ari berman the president of yu right um, rabbi berman we cannot thank you guys yeah, really, enough really, we, are, because we are really blessed to have been able to go on this we went in um, with these ideas of helping to change it, we left, we wrote to yeah. people and it was, that we've done was, our job. It was thanks to, to, to you, you know, the incredible faculty that really yeah. cares about their students and, and wanted this to happen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're so blessed. And we're so grateful that we were able to do this. Wow. This 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 was really quite a week. Yeah, it's really it felt like a year. I, honestly, it's, 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 it felt like a year. I mean, like we were saying about getting lost, you know, in in the real world, it's hard now to come back into reality. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it's 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 actually funny. I I just thought about that how it's like you know we were letting these kids you know and even adults get lost in you know we in, also got in lost. the real world and reality and now we need to come back also you know. Um, which is definitely, you know, difficult. Yeah. We also took a little break from reality, but in a, a good break, though. Yeah. That was, that was, wow. That was a life-changing week. That was. But I wouldn't have it any other way. You know? Anyway, and yeah, yeah I, so I, yeah, I mean, I just want to shout out, um, Every the guys and girls that went on this, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, 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 I probably could, I, no, I probably <laughs> could right now, just top of my head, lift, list off everybody's first and last names even maybe, but I'm not gonna do it, just, be case, just in case I forget that one person, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. But shout out to 123 Project 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, and Shoshana 28. Okay. <laughs> shout out to all of you. Shout out um, to all of you. Shana, Shana, and everybody in between. You forgot the count, so we have problems here. Um, no, but really, you guys, you guys, you guys, really, you, you, 99% of the trip is who is on it and, and the environment that everybody creates. And that was because of Ride Berman and, and, and Ride Blast, but because of the amazing group that you all, you, you, you all were. So, so I just, yeah. big, you know, big shout out, uh, you know, in, in, in German, Grace a shout out to everybody on this. Everybody To everybody in the trip, really, it was, it was they amazing. All, they all brought in their own flair and their own taste and that all made, it's basically, it made, oh, yeah. Yoni Mayer, shout yeah, out to Yoni for a sec. Um, one of his directors was talking about um, a, symphony, a symphony, and basically, you have like for an orchestra, you have all like the wind section, the the percussion section, and they sound alone, they sound nice, but you bring it all together, it creates right. one beautiful uh, song on its own. And literally, that's what all of us we all were able to do. Like they're all come from different backgrounds, from different stories, from different spectrums, and we came together to create this beautiful harmony of chesed. And um, everyone did it in their own way, and it just made this. It made such an impact on ourselves and each other and we are able to learn and yeah. make a family for life. So. Yeah, literally, yeah. I mean, yeah, no. So true. Got, got pretty close. I, I came in, I don't the know The third about day, you guys. we're talking about a reunion already? What was it? Yeah, the second day. On the plane the way there, we're like, when's the reunion, guys? Yeah, so <laughs> just, just to put it into perspective, uh, perspective, I cannot speak right now. Um, I'm still a little jet-lagged. Uh, <laughs> we came on, we went onto the flight not talking to any of these people. We, I, we, I don't we, about, we flew back. We couldn't stop talking about yeah, it. I felt bad. Yeah. I, I felt bad for the people. I felt bad for we the people. We were the annoying like, kids on the plane. In, yeah. in, uh, I think it was uh, aisle 22, maybe. Yeah, I felt bad for yeah. <laughs> row, row 22. Row 22. We were, we yeah, were, the, we were, we were sorry, annoying. Yeah, the rambunctious kids. <laughs> Let us have our fun. We're, we're getting older. So. Yeah, but that was that was crazy. I don't know about you guys. Like, I came in. Literally, the person that I knew the most was, was you, you did ya. Shout out to me. <laughs> Shout out to you. And, and like... No offense, but like we just really didn't know each other. Yeah, I didn't much. know you either. Yeah, <laughs> we just really didn't know each other. Yeah. And and now coming out of this trip, I feel like I just made twenty seven friends. More than that, a family, family members. We're part yeah, of one one mishpacha now. One yeah, family. one big mishpacha. Oh, by the way, we should totally start this. Talk like 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 Daddy Rabbi Blast and like Oh mommy, boy, like, yeah. I, I, thought that was <laughs> I don't. I don't. A little I take. I don't know. Whatever. A little weird. Wasn't that a given? No, okay. I, I, I okay. It's it. kind of a good. Okay, it was very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little weird, but yeah. It's just between us. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah, and everybody on this podcast right. listening. <laughs> how, how many, how, how many uh, listeners, listeners are we actually have? Having here? So, I so right now I get about two hundred plug for the podcast. That's right really now. Cool. I, right now I get I get about two hundred per episode. Amazing. But I have a good feeling about this one. Wow. I have a feeling that like I'm gonna get in some good SEOs. We're going search engine optimization, uh, search words that are gonna you know really skyrocket. Yeah. I got a good feeling about Anything this one. Anything to help our brother. Our Aww, new brother. thank you. We got you, fam. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is very funny because, like, I have these cards. You don't need them. Yeah, we, we don't even need them. Wait, what are the cards for? I, I, the, cards, the cards are to, like, facilitate conversations. They're icebreakers. Yeah. Facilitation yeah. facilitated. Well, that yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't need that. We're already that, giving ourselves icebreakers. We don't need a prop for right. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, we I, still, I still think that we never did a. We, we never, never, had did, never did a real icebreaker. A proper icebreaker. A proper icebreaker. We kept on joking. Instead of um, joking, let's do it. I, I even tried a couple times, like Friday night. Should we do just, an icebreaker now? What's a good icebreaker? No, I, we can't do it now, though. We, we need everybody there. We need everybody there. Okay. okay. You could do one if you want. We, 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 like we could do one if you guys want. But then, like, every. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do, we, I'll pick one, and then we'll... All right, no, so let's pick one at a time. We'll, we'll each do one. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Right, we'll each do I'll one. I'll go first, because ladies first, I'll take that. Ladies hey, first. Hey, wait, I thought chivalry was dead. For what a minute it is. For a minute it is. Okay, <laughs> I'll, it is. I'll let I, you I have go to first. choose the blue card, because blue's my favorite color. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. What's something you're sure you'd never do, but secretly wish you had the guts? Ooh. Uh, by the way, feel free to answer I, whenever, or whenever oh, you want. Oh, this is a courage card, by the way, just to clarify. Oh, I'm, I'm picking a courage card. Oh, what, are the, what are the categories, like Trivial Pursuit here? <laughs> Arts and leisure. No, uh, <laughs> geography. Uh. So, yeah, so what's something that you wish you had the courage to something do? Something you sure you would never actually do, but you wish you could do. Like so, I, uh, listeners of the podcast will, will hear this, will, will already recognize this answer. But I, I know my, my answer. I would I would walk across the world. That's pretty cool. Like in takes, a straight line? Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know if it would necessarily be in a straight line, but it takes approximately four years. Oh, wow. And I, I like, I really want to do it. Yeah. I really want to I, I, I will it. go with you. I will go Aww, with you. Aw, thank you. That's I tough. really want to do it. You're going to need a videographer for that, so I'll oh, yeah. come <laughs> down to join as well. All right, awesome. Um, so, yeah, I really want to do it. But... I don't know if it's going to happen, which is why I might just have to settle with walking across North America. Uh, That's still pretty yeah. cool, too. Lame. Still yeah, cool. lame. <laughs> Hawaii included? Uh, uh, Hawaii no, no con uh, continental. Continental con United States. States. Not, uh, yeah. So that, that, that's definitely something that I wish that I had the guts to do. That's hard because like, uh, there's so many things like I would want to, but I have the guts to do is another thing. I could sound really cliche, but I don't know. Cause I but have you said cliches are I there could for a reason? Cliches are true for a reason. Yeah, like, I could do it if I wanted to, but it would take a lot of guts. So, yeah. Um, you know, eventually I want to start looking for the next person, uh, another guy in my life. Um, I think something I would personally love to do, just to give you guys preference, um, I grew up as a tomboy. So something you never knew, maybe have never known about me. You could not tell I was a girl back then. I dressed like a guy. I like I had short hair. I had a I had a my hat backwards, baggy clothes, and all that stuff. I never I just liked because boys had 
things much easier. They had the cooler stuff. They had superheroes. They had Power Rangers. Like, girls have princesses and makeup. I'm like, I could care less. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No, I'm just saying. I, 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 I think but princesses I, are pretty right, cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> Barbies. <laughs> and as I got older, though, like, you know, I started to embrace um, what it means to be a girl, what it means to be a powerful woman, and I learned to love that even more. So still have a tomboy feel, though, but I, I like showing people that I can get with the get with boys as well. Like, I mean that in the kindest way possible. Like, I can... Like you know, I can I can strike a conversation. I can be more confident with that and be able to approach others easily. And I think one thing on that note is that I want to is to honestly, I think I would love to make the first move. Like, why does? And I'm not making any stands. There's no arguments here. I just think like, if I'm confident, why can't I make the first move? But I would be terrified because we're in a world where it may not be the it may not be the the, the right not necessarily the right thing, but the norm to do. So, right. And if I might, by me saying, hey, blah, 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 that's different from the guy, but I feel like I I would want to definitely try to be, but I also respect, so. This goes back to my, the Pandora's box that I opened Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Men's and women's roles. Uh, yeah, no, okay, we don't have to go back to that no, one. We, like, we didn't have to go, yeah. Not trying but, to take like, any political sides, like seriously, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, like. Girls should also be I, I am I am just blown away because right now I'm currently taking a class. Um, shout out to Professor Mesh uh, called Spoiler Alert. Oh. And it's a great class where we study story structure. And the heroine's journey is literally exactly what you described your life as. So I just find it to be very, very cool. So I'm a heroin addict? You're not a heroine. Like, That's like, what I heard. You're a heroine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I heard there. Okay. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a bit late That's right so now. That's so okay, Yes, no, it, so okay. you are my heroine, Varen. Oh, stop. I was watching. Yeah. No one can oh, see wow, that, that was cute. Yeah, this is, there's no video on this, right? Well, <laughs> that, that, is, that is a good thing. So you did it. You didn't answer. Yeah, what is something answer. that Oh, oh I, thought, you, I, thought, I thought I picked my own card. Oh, you could pick your own card no, or I, you I, could answer this one. Um... This says, what key life advice, the one I just picked, which is a yellow card, you can't see that because there is no video, but it's a yellow card, and it says, what key life advice do you learn from children? So oh, wow. I picked this card, and I do not currently have any children. Um, so I, I, what I could do um, is, um, is uh, I, I will talk about, I could talk about children in general, uh, you know what is something that we you know we could learn from children or kids in general, um, and I would say I would say learn from children. If you look at a child, you look at a child, you know, play, you know, you know, play on the swing set with his friends, play with Lego, play just you know, play with Barbies, whatever you want. Such a vibe. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you look at a child play. He he's 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 like we were saying before. You know, he's in the moment. He's not he's not thinking about anything else. I'm okay, thanks. He's um, you know, he's he's really in the moment and he's he's enjoying life. And he's, and he's having a good time. He's in the moment. He's with his friend. You know, he's playing uh, Ninjago. Shout out to the, to, to what's his name? The Ninja Ninjago. The only word uh, this kid said, this refugee. You know, his kid. Uh, the only word he said was Ninjago. Uh, great word to know. Um, um, but um, yeah, no. So you're playing with your, you know, these kids playing with their friends, and they're in the moment. They're with each other. They're playing. They're lost in, in they're lost in life. They're lost in, 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 in reality. And they're just, and they're just having a good time. And they're, they're not running anywhere. They're not running to be anywhere. They're not running to work. They're not w running to a job. They're not running to the mall. They're not running. They're just playing with each other, having a good time, and they're experiencing life. A lot of times, I, 
I mean, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, it would be, become like a Sichas Mus or whatever. I mean, already Verit started that, but... Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, whatever. I mean, right, I mean Verit, she's a girl, she could still give Sichas Mus, but... Of course. Um, <laughs> but, anyway. Okay, We're no, already drawing. But a lot of... Shout out to... Um, what was it? Uh, um, Friday night um, where we had that long discussion. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> I made reference to that, but yeah, shout that out. That was to, a great discussion. Shout out to the roof of our apartment hotel at the the Sky Hotels at two o'clock. Two o'clock in the morning, Friday night, um, facilitating Yeshiva yeah. University student panel. Student panel. Yes, where we discussed the yeah, world's shout out to that. problems and how to solve yeah, them. Yeah, so shout out to that. You special shout out to the to um. Um, to the last three people who were there, you know, yes. you know who you are. Um, you know, it was not me. You know who I was. I was, I was fast asleep. I yes. would have loved it. Was, it was very exciting. You I know, you, you three know. Uh, oh, is that awkward? It was four. You four know who you are. It was four of you. Um, yes, me and the four of you. Shout out to you guys. Um, good, good, uh, good chill. But um, oh yeah, what we're saying. So oh yeah, so a lot of times in life, getting back to the Sechas Muster part. A lot of times in life, I feel like. You know, it's, you know, also, you know, just doing life because that's what life is. But, like, you know, never stop to realize, like, why you're doing life and, like, and to appreciate what you have, appreciate what you have going for you. A lot of times, you know, you do things because you do them, but, but, but we don't spend the time to fully appreciate it. If you take a moment and realize everything you have and, you know, you know, I have a family, you have whatever you have. You have a family, you have a wife, you have kids, you have, you have friends, you have you know, you have a job, you're, you're smart, you're ju- like anything you realize, you, you just put into perspective and, 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 you know, stop just running for the sake of running, you know, you're, you're, you're running because, you know, you have to go do something, why are you doing that? Because, because you're living life, so yeah, just live the best life that you could, you know, with, however that, that's translated, it's just live the best life you could, which comes from slowing down and, slow and your life. which comes right, but it comes from slowing down and, and having you know appreciation. That's that goes to you know a big, a big uh, a point of appreciation. But just you know slow down, see what's really important. You know let yourself live. You know love. You know appreciate what you have, and and it'll just be a more wholesome way of living. Yeah. Absolutely. So well put, so well put. You did, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so you for that, Sikhas It's like sometimes you just, you just have to stop and smell the flowers or the roses. Yeah. Literally, that's the the vereds, yeah. The, stop the and smell the vereds. Exactly. That's true. Uh, that would be a little weird. Um, <laughs> that would be. Uh, for reference, my name, Vered, in Hebrew means rose. So yeah. in case the show is getting yeah. really weirded out, don't worry about um, it. Speaking of rose, shout out to Yoni Mayer, who, um, who was uh, rose as I was Jack on the last night on the scooter. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, that was, I thought you didn't want that, to talk about scooters. No, okay, okay. We don't, <laughs> talk about, no, we don't talk about scooters, but we do talk about me and Yoni's little scooter. They look like scooter the cutest couple. The, you guys were the cutest um, couple in the but, world. But, okay, so. but other than that, we do not talk about Bruno or we do not talk about scooters. So, so next, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> but you guys I were a cute birds, couple. <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to the birds, um, the Philadelphia Eagles, go birds. Oh, come on. Are we not going to have Sorry, to... okay. Yeah. Go Giants. <laughs> Another time. Uh, on this podcast. Go other sports team. Oh, quiet. quiet. <laughs> I don't know sports. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the odd one out here. Um, all right, so should I pick a card? Yeah, your turn. All right. Ooh, red. Oh, the primary colors. You Ooh. chose blue, you chose yellow, you chose red. Okay, this this is this is a deep one. I get it if you guys are uncomfortable, and if you don't want to, we don't have to answer Yeah, I'm this. not comfortable. I didn't see it, but I'm not comfortable. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Let's see what it is. Where in your life are you religious and why? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, I mean, 
It's not that it's not comfortable. It's just, I totally understand if you guys don't want to do this question. It could take a while to, not a while, but it's just a lot to unpack. Wait, so how, how much longer is this? Two, two more hours? <laughs> we we, we um, can go as long as you guys want. We can go until sunrise, honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm right. willing to go as long as you guys until, are willing to go. Until, you know, your Talmud comes in and tells us that time for, uh, for Kriyoshima. Ah. Uh, there you um, go. Shout out to Rabbi Akiva. <laughs> shout um, out to Rabbi Akiva. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet a, no podcast ever in the history of ever got Gave a shout out to Rabbi Akiva before. So there you go. I, there have been that a lot of podcasts. That is true. That was a bold statement. That was a bold statement. That is a bold statement, but. but you gotta give credit where it's due. That is true. But, but shout out to Rabbi Akiva. Yeah, shout out to Rabbi Akiva. So, where in your life are you religious and why? I mean, this is kind of interesting because we're a group of Orthodox Jews. So, like. But that, loot, that term could be applied in different ways. Right. That's, that's true. So, like. I don't know. I, I feel like we're kind of religious in all aspects of our life. That's, that's the goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, to live a theocentric right. lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, right, that, that's, again, another, another good word. Good um, word. A theocentric. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, going on that, it's not about being religious. The whole point is not about being religious. You know, you're religious when you're, you know, when you're davening. It's not religious, you know, when you're in the base measures, when you're learning. Or you know anything like that? It's about, <laughs> no, it's about being religious. You know, in everything you do. You yeah. Know, you're, yeah. In life, you're you're whatever you you know you're you're playing. I don't know. You're playing football with friends. You're doing anything. You're you're going out. You know, for dinner with your family. You're recording a podcast. You're recording a podcast oh at, at at literally at almost yeah at at, at midnight. I don't even know. Um, it's uh, six o'clock in Vienna. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, um, no, but but it's it's about whatever you're doing. About, about whatever you're doing. It's bring the re- bringing the re- the religiosity into whatever you're doing. It's it's you know taking it from your values and instilling it into every single thing you do. You know your relationships. You know your your you know your demeanor. Your 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 Torah as well, but your your job, your 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 curiosities. You know your your interests, your hobbies, and everything that you do in in, in your in, you know in, in your family and your friends and everything you do. It's about instilling the you know the values of religiosity into them. It's about you know sort of injecting those values of religiosity. So it's not just about it's not. That's, I mean that's that's the theme of another theme, but it's the. You know the the I would say the importance of Judaism. It's it's not just you know in the base measures and shul and uh, you know at a at a time. That's just where it starts. That's where it starts, that's and, and that's beginning. where and that's where you that's where the you know the sparks of the values of religiosity start. It starts there, and then it's instilled and impacted in other it's the name in, of in my other, next memoir. And <laughs> by the way, by the way, okay, uh, uh, TM trademarked. You're done. <laughs> no taking that. Any, any of you? Any you no backseats. No right? No backs. Don't do the virus. Um, um, no, but it's it's right. It's about it's about you know the sp- you're right the sparks of religiosity from those moments and then that instilling those into every you know you know every asset and every 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 uh, everything you do in your life. It's about. Yeah, it's about instilling the values of religiosity in, in, in everything you do. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff right there. Third, huh? what are your thoughts? Um, definitely along those lines. I definitely think there's lots of value in just to, um, take your, your religious values and apply it to everyday life because it can, can it, be, it can be applied everywhere. It's not about you have to put it aside for something else. No, it's applied to everyday life. It's what are applied to everyday life, but even if you don't realize it. But, um... I would say a big thing for me, um, I've thought about this a lot for years because I've gone through some changes, I would say. 
Like, I was raised in a modern as, Orthodox community. As all people have. As all people have. Like, specifically, I was raised in a modern Orthodox community. And that term is also really loosely used under um, other circumstances. But I also spent summers in a conservative day camp. So I've had a taste of different, different kinds of Judaism in a way. And, you know, but then I had my school, my Orthodox school life. So it was always very, like, where do I fit among them? Like, you know, why Fascinating. am I, like, why am I switching so often between group A, group B, like, you know? And I went to seminary and then I started to, like, I was already questioning, okay, why already there's so much. Chomayan. Chomayan. Love that place. Highly Woo. recommend. Um, I went there and. Across um, the street. That's where it's at. <laughs> you guys are down the block. We don't talk to each other. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Shout out to KBY. But anyway, um, <laughs> we go to, um, we learn, you learn the why. One thing they, they really value at uh, my seminaries, the why is why are we doing this? Why, what is the beauty of this? And they made me see like, okay, there's really beauty being a Jew. And I wanted to become closer, connect more, to become more religious, of course. Like, I would say this right now. Like, right now I'm wearing, I'm proudly wearing my skirt out. If you asked me three years ago to, if I'd be wearing a skirt, I'd tell you absolutely not. Like, just that kind of idea. And um, when people ask me today, like, where are you religiously? I always find it a hard question to answer because you can't just give an, an answer so simply. It can't just be, oh, I'm blank this, I'm that. I think the right thing to say, it's just, when you label something, you just make, you're, you're constricting it instead rather than expanding it. Yeah, so, what I so say, true. What I say to people is I'm just a proud practicing Jew. I'm a Jew who's growing, a Jew, an observant Jew who's always growing and always looking to strive to be more than who she is. Like there's always room for growth. And even though I don't want to fully use a label, so to say, like I'm a, pr a proud practicing Jew who grows, who's learning, who's becoming closer to God each and every day. And that's where I see myself religiously as a, that's beautiful. As a beautiful Jew, growing Jew. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I really relate to that a lot, you know, <laughs> especially now because like I'm, I'm entering Shadduchim. And yeah, ooh. <laughs> shout out to Shidochim. Shout out to Shidochim. <laughs> um, so I'm entering Shidochim, and and it's like forced me because you have to write a resume, and then on your resume you have to write a bio, and and like I'm trying to consolidate my identity into a few sentences. Like, how could I possibly do that? So I really I really relate to to what you're saying a lot. Shout out to writing your resume. Shout out to writing your resume. You know who you are. Write it out for a minute. <laughs> uh, wow. This, is, this has been phenomenal. This has been so much fun. This I, 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 will, I will be, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, I'll be very, very surprised if any single soul listens to the very, very end. So, Do you have more faith so, in you? No, I, I, it's, it's beautiful. So, I mean. I'm just saying, I said the same exact thing on no, episode sure. 12. Episode 12, me and Dovey Bloom were sitting here an hour and a half in, and we're like, yo, there's no way anyone is ever going to listen to this. Right. And then we said, we, we said, if anybody is still listening to this, put in the comments, <laughs> and we will oh, send oh, you baby, we're doing $10 oh! and, and a it's signed like photograph. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know about okay. $10, but definitely a signed photograph. You'll okay. get a photo um, of us, and we'll... Um, we, you will get it might just a be my photo of the three of us, if you're still listening. I mean, I can't promise they'll be below. written by me. It may be written by my secretary or, like, printed, but <laughs> yes, we, can, we will get it done. <laughs> we will get it done. I intend on buying a Polaroid camera. Oh, um, that's so much fun. Polaroid. Yeah, so we'll I'm buying a Polaroid, sign it and with the we will each individually sign it. And okay, we'll okay, get emoji okay, of our okay. choice. Our drawer own emoji of our choice. Okay. All right, we can so work on I'm that. expecting, okay, because we got a couple of responses on episode 12. 
All right. Okay. So let's do this right now. So uh, it's, it's official. It's official. It's official. Anybody Done. who's still listening Done. to this, comment below, like and subscribe, share it with your friends, and we yeah. will get I'm, you a yeah. signed photograph of the three of us. Yeah. If, if we made a stipulation and said that you have to be listening to this on one speed, then not a single yeah, person. Then, yeah. Then, then, then not a single then, person. Then nobody. Thank <laughs> God, right? Spotify and whatever has these. Uh, you know. How many Two, two times speed. These techie two speed. Three times speed. These people who think they can listen uh, listen to it on like 14 speed, you know, shout out to, you You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> you, <laughs> cannot, you, you cannot know process something at 14 speed, okay? I don't want to hear it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't give that to me, okay? Then you listen to 14 times because you can understand the first three times. Shkosh listens to it 14 times instead of doing it one time, so it ends up being the same exact amount of times, okay? And you didn't understand it at all. Basically, what he's saying is, Ooh, like, you have a lot of pent up emotions about this. So I, it just, yeah, no. What he's basically saying is, and rather than speaking like this and taking it in, you speak like this, you're not going to all coming at one time and once, and it gets really tiring and hard, hard to listen to. So take a breather, listen to what people are saying so you can actually listen to it. Yeah, that. So, yeah. Talk slower. So, thank you so much to our very esteemed guests, Yudita Schefter, Verit Kaplan. Thank you guys. Yeah, I'm waving so out, but you much. Can't see. I don't know why I'm no, waving. You can see uh, you no, you can see on the camera. Ellie's waving. No, but, but, yeah. but, but you can't. You did, yeah. High five. Barrett, Air five. Air five. You can't see me thank waving. Thank you guys goodbye. so much. Ellie, no, thank you. It's been an Ellie, thank you. Pleasure. It has this been a pleasure. Been, this has been so much fun. Um, I've had a blast. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great Same time. Same time tomorrow night. All right, Keeping I'm down. Keeping us up? I'm down if you guys are down. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Peace. No, yeah.